Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball, the podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com, and today we're going to discuss the Angels because now everyone is ready to pile on this team for what they did the trade deadline, and it's something that I was speaking about on this show before the deadline, how I did not agree with their decision to go all in around Shohei Otani, and I also... Every time we've discussed this topic, I have made it clear that they were between a rock and a hard place. They had two bad options to go with. It was go all in around Otani, take a shot at it, or you turn the page and you have to say goodbye to the best player potentially to have ever played this game. That's not an easy trade to make. But as we look back and we're now armed with hindsight, it's clear that This was not the right call. And you could see it from a mile away. This team has done nothing to prove that they can win a World Series this year. And very little even proved that they can make the playoffs in an AL wildcard race that is insane. It's insane. Look at the top three teams in the wildcard right now. You got the Tampa Bay Rays at 68 and 46. The Houston Astros at 64 and 49. Those are the top two teams. The Rays have been a franchise that routinely plays in October. The Astros arguably been the best team in the American League over the last decade. Do we think either of those teams have fallen out of it? Likely not. And the reason why they're not winning their division is because the Baltimore Orioles and the Texas Rangers have been the best two teams in the league this year. In some respects. I guess you could put the Rays a little bit above Texas if you want to. But just based on run differential, I mean... Texas, the plus 170 run differential is the best in the sport. And the Orioles were the first team to 70 wins. So right there, there's four great teams in the American League. Unfortunately, the Angels don't play in the Central. So the Twins right now looking like the team that's going to take that division. But then you got a wild card race that has the Blue Jays, the Mariners, the Yankees, the Red Sox, and then the Angels. And the Angels are closer to... The Guardians right now in the standings as far as being a team that's four games under 500 than they are to even the Red Sox, who are three games over, five games back. The Angels are seven games out of a playoff spot, and granted, that's not where they were at at the time. They won some baseball games, but I can make an argument that everything broke against the best thing for this franchise into the deadline. Everything broke wrong. Yeah, They had to go back... They, they won a series. Uh, actually, they lost that series against the Astros. They beat up on a, a Yankees team that was spiraling. They got a sweep. They beat the Pirates. And in, in the matter of winning some baseball games after the All-Star break, they felt like they were in the mix. And so they make the trade for Lucas Giolito. And they send arguably their best prospect, Edgar Carroll, out of the deal. A guy that could have been their catcher, of the future. Granted, he was the guy that could be moved because they have Logan O'Happy. They didn't need him. But he still can be a guy for you, whether it's on your roster in a couple of years or if it's someone that you could use in a trade down the line. Who knows what the Angels could do? I mean, they're still going to have Mike Trappi on this season. They might still want to be competitive around him, but they were not in the position to push the chips forward. They just weren't, other than the Otani part of it. And I get that. But they didn't have the chips to push forward either. 
That's why they traded for Lucas Giolito. Instead of you know, name your your starter that moved, instead of getting into the mix on a couple of the Mets guys and taking advantage of the money, they didn't have any prospects to get in on a Verlander or a Scherzer. And guess what? Two teams in their division did. They didn't get Jordan Montgomery. Again, a team in their division did, a better pitcher than Lucas Giolito. As much as you want to think, all right, well, you know, Lucas Giolito, California guy, that was no reason to, to make him your main target. And what has he done in two starts? He's given up 12 earned runs and nine innings pitched. It's been a disaster for Giolito. He's been part of the reason why they're losing. And they make that move, right? They make the trade. They go into a doubleheader against the Tigers, where they had already won the first game of that series. And Shohei Otani does it. Shohei Otani puts the team on his back. He pitches a gym. He hits home runs. He's on a different planet. They sweep a doubleheader. Everything is fine and well. And I'll tell you what, that was the only 24 hours where that deadline is going to mean anything, I believe, to Angels fans. I hate to say it. But where they're at right now, what they're heading towards, it doesn't look good. They come off of that against a bad Tigers team. They lose the first two games in their series against the Blue Jays. They win the final game ahead of the deadline. And then they win the first game of their series against the Braves. Again, this is me telling you how everything that could have gone against their future goals happened because they won games at the worst time. Because now, all right, you you get the Giolito trade in, you lose two games, and then you win two. So now you're still out. We're going to buy, buy, buy to the point where they actually traded a prospect to the Mets for Dominic Leone. Dominic Leone has pretty good stuff. I will grant you that. But to give up a top 30 prospect for a guy the Mets picked up off of waivers, not even top 30, a top 10 in their system, top 30 in a better system, but still. According to the Athletic, they said six to eight of the Angels Top 20 prospects were sent out at this deadline. You traded, what, a third of your top prospects? Half of your top prospects, depending on how you want to look at it. Obviously, to see where they all ranked and everything, and it's you know picking from bad prospects ultimately, but just because you have a bad farm doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt to trade eight pieces out of it. And then you look at what they did beyond that, right? So... All right, they win that first game against the Braves. Well, then the Braves give them the business for two. And that's that's the end of that series. You lose another series. So that's two series losses in a row. And then against the Mariners, you get swept against your division rival in a four-game series, no less. And all of a sudden, the Seattle Mariners are sitting two and a half games out of a wild-card spot. And... Four and a half games better than the Angels. And they were the team that was getting World Series picks before the season. The Seattle Mariners. They were supposed to be head-to-head with the Astros. They're supposed to be the Astros and the Mariners, not the Astros and the Rangers. So you got three really good teams in your division ahead of you. Yankees and Red Sox ahead of you. you got to jump all of them. And the schedule doesn't get any easier. They got the Giants for three. The Giants can beat any team. They got the Astros for three. And then the Rangers for three. And the Rays for three. Your first bit uh, of solace in your schedule coming up in August is three against the Reds who can get hot in any series. And then finally, 
at the end of the month, August 25th through August 27th, you get to go to City Field and face the Mets. And you'll probably sweep that series, I'll tell you that much. But it will probably be too little too late unless they can find a way to get back on track. And guess what? They have Shohei Otani. If they're going to get more healthy, that's great. But it's still a massive uphill battle. Because you look at the last month of their season, you know, they closed out August against the Phillies. They then get a series against the Athletics. But you know, there's still series against the Mariners to be played against the Rays again, against the Rangers. They have some easy games mixed in there. They play the A's a couple times, but they got the, they got a series against the Tigers, a, a three-game set in there. But overall, they got a tough schedule, and they are already in a massive hole. Seven games to make up in you know, a little over a month. You know, I guess closer to two months than, than one, but whatever it is, seven weeks left in the season. That is hard. They're getting a game a week. And that's assuming the other teams don't keep on winning. Because look at the rosters on the Rays, the Astros, the Blue Jays, the Mariners. Those four teams. The Mariners might not make it. And they're playing great baseball right now. So the only hope is Otani. And granted, that's a great player to stake your hopes to. But you also might have just set your franchise back a decade. Or you could have around the guy that has spent his entire career with the Angels, that has chosen to re-sign and, and, and keep you know extending with the team. You had an opportunity to maybe reset your franchise around him. Maybe. Around Mike Trout. Now, granted, I'm sure Trout would have said, keep Otani, let's go for it this year. But <laughs> when you're sitting outside the playoffs... They're going to look back and regret it because not only did you trade countless prospects, but we still don't know what Otani could have fetched on the market. There's some people that said it's it's not a Juan Soto Hall. I still venture to believe it would be. If they had made it clear to teams, we're moving Shohei Otani. We're moving him. The same aggression they took in you know, acquiring Giolito, if they took that aggression to trade Otani, and they made it clear, and they gave teams time to bid on it, there would have been so many teams in the sport that would have got into the mix. And who knows what the price could have gone to. I mean, I don't think they would have traded them to the Dodgers or the Rangers, but those are teams that would have driven up the price with good farm systems for other teams. You could have picked a different destination to send them to, or even... You take a significant haul from one of your division rivals and their future got worse and yours got better. Now, if they're able to re-sign Otani, okay. But it was a mismanagement of assets from day one. And again, it's a tough spot because if you go up to Shoei Otani and you ask him, do you want to stay or do you want to go to a, another contender? Do you want to make a run at it? And Shoei Otani pleads with you, hey, keep me. I, I want to win here. Well, you're going to be inclined to be aggressive to win around Shohei Otani. And guess what? If, if Otani ends up staying, if he signs a billion-dollar contract or he gets ownership stakes in the team and wh- whatever they have to do and they get him to stick around, okay. But the other day, Shohei Otani, when he was 
losing a series to the Mariners. It's caught in the dugout, holding back tears. Probably feels like he let down this team, which he obviously didn't. Or maybe he just feels helpless. I am the greatest player on earth. No one is better at this game than me, and yet I can't get my team into the stinking playoffs. And it's not Otani's fault, but you can see how he can play that inner monologue in his head. And when he steps away from it, and he gets out of the rush of the season, and the all-in nature you have to you know, commit to, to be at the height of a team sport, which Otani is. When you step back from the relationships you have and the friends you've made and everything else, and you're a free agent, you're watching the playoffs, and you're watching these teams that are going to be giving you a ton of money in, in a month after that, duke it out to win a World Series. At a certain point, you might have to question yourself and say, am I in the right place? And I understand the Angels were hoping that this was going to be a miraculous run, that everything would break right. Lucas Giolito would pitch up to his potential, and he would be you know, the 2021 version of himself. 2021 where it was awesome? I think it might have been. But he's that guy. Um, and you know the, the Randall Gritchick edition, the C.J. Crone, and Crone gets hot. In Anaheim, where he started his career. He hits a bunch of home runs. and Hey, everything works out. You go on a run, you win games the way the Mariners are winning games right now, and you're right in the thick of a wild card race. And even if you don't make it, you battle to the very end, and you show Otani there's something here to work around. We can do it next year. But now if you fizzle out completely, and it turns into a lost season where you traded the farm, and Otani can walk away, you might be at the point where it's trade Mike Trout and start over that way. That might have to be the eventual course of action for the Angels, or they'll just keep on building bad teams around them. But their farm is probably at this point the worst in baseball after what they just did. You might get a comp pick for Otani if he leaves. That's it. And you could have kept what you had and gotten a haul. And not only for Otani, you probably could have made a couple other moves around the edges to improve your farm system. Look what the White Sox did. If you really peel back the the curtain and really think about it, you really examine their deadline, they traded a bunch of fool's gold around Major League Baseball and reset their farm. They didn't have to trade Dylan Cease. Yeah, is Kendall Graveman a good relief pitcher? Sure. Do Joe Kelly and Lance Lynn have promised to be big pieces of the Dodgers in the stretch here? And have they been pretty good in the early going? Absolutely. But they didn't have immense trade value. Lucas Giolito. <laughs> they tra- traded him to you. And got a ridiculous haul in return. I feel like the Angels missed a massive opportunity. They missed a chance to do something that's nearly impossible to do in this sport. To reset and to widen their margin of error for the next three to five years around Mike Trout. And what they did instead is they made it even narrower. Which was nearly impossible to do considering how bad it's been. And 
I think, again, if they sign Otani, it's all worth it. But assuming they don't, I think they were too focused on the player that was going to be really hard to stay instead of focusing on what's best for the guy that's been there since day one. That's <laughs> As much as you could say Otani is the best ever, Look at just position players. They got a guy that has not only showed it at his peaks as far as what he's done with his stats, but has also had career longevity and done it over a long period of time. And now I just don't know what this franchise will do moving forward. They're in a very tough spot. Hopefully, for their sake, for their fans' sake, Man, I pray that they reel off 10 straight and make me look stupid. I really hope that happens. I hope that Lucas Giolito pitches incredible, that CJ Crone and Randall Gritchick make some noise, Ronaldo Lopez, all those pieces that they got end up paying off for them, and they go on a miraculous run, and they leap the Yankees and the Red Sox, and they get past the Mariners, and they find their way into that top three of the wild card race. But what odds do I give that to happen at this point? Not very good, and I'll leave it at that. That's going to be all for this edition of Who's Better Baseball. We'll be back with another show on Wednesday. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan, and make sure you check out all the great written content we have coming your way. Just baseball.com. <laughs>